Hi everyone, you're listening to the 777 Show. I'm your host, Witch Dr. Alex. Um, it's been a while since we've recorded together, or I recorded um, this podcast. Um, quite a few things have been going along, but I'm doing much better now. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and I just I want to talk about this before I make this uh, podcast a little bit too much about myself. Um, just a couple of weeks ago. I was just going through some things and it was like past like I don't say past trauma but it was more so along the lines of like um dealing with like microaggressions and shit like that because I had um as you may know um Anthony Bourdain had passed away and he was a huge influence on how I you know do things as far as um my outlook on spirituality and how I um how I kind of bridge cultures so I saw this post and um it was kind of talking about like going, go to a different part of town, go to a town that you aren't normally used to going to. And it's kind of like, um, one of those things where it's like, it's, it's kind of influencing you to do things like outside of your comfort zone in order to identify with, um, Anthony's energy. So I went to this, um, where do I go? I went to this restaurant kind of two blocks away from where I live called California Ramen Factory. And I ate there, and so I went in, and there wasn't any customers, and there was just you know one waitress, and so I ordered my I ordered my ramen, and I sat down. Next thing you know, the chef and the restaurant manager are sitting on opposite sides of me, and it kind of like you know it made me very uncomfortable, and since then, like. It just made me feel like the expectation was that I wasn't going to pay. I had every intention on paying and I did pay, but it just made me uncomfortable. That it, it was another reminder that, like, you know, there are things that I can that, you know, as a black man that I can't really do without there being like, you know, a hint of. I don't want to say prejudice, but kind of like a preconceived idea that, like you know, I'm going to rob the place or. I'm going to like not pay. I'm going to dine and ditch. And it just made me really uncomfortable. So I want to say a week or two later, um, when XXX Tentacion died, um, it triggered me like, you know, it, um, his dead body all over Instagram. And it just like, next thing you know, all these people, especially women were saying like, he's an abuser. He's like homophobic. Da, 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 da. He's nothing more than a criminal and a crook. And that just triggered something in me. Because it took me back to that, like, you know, the week or week and a half prior when, like, you know, I was pretty much looked at as a criminal or a crook. And it just, it took me to a place where I just, you know, I just, like, sunk into a really deep depression. And I couldn't understand why I was dealing with things the way that I was. But I was dealing with them in a really, like, negative way and really much just mad at everyone. And it kept me from really posting. It kept me from really, like, you know, reaching out to people. I stopped reading tarot cards for people. I stopped, you know, really practicing magic, really practicing practicing occult, and really kind of lost myself. And because of that, like, I kind of, like, lost myself um, mentally and, you know occult-wise, like, I just, I wasn't just doing, I just really wasn't doing anything, and anything about, like, the occult, anything about, like, anything that I have learned along the way, everything turned me off. People that, you know, worked in this, that do this kind of stuff, all the other witches on Instagram, like, everything just turned me off, so 
I'd gotten to a place where I was just, you know, just really disgusted because it's not so much that I felt like a victim. I just more so felt like, like, what's the whole point? If I could die today and my dead body could be just a prop on Instagram and people would just judge me over things that like, you know, about my past and whatnot. So it took me some time to really deal with that and kind of understand that, you know, now I'm sitting here and I'm working my way through it. I'm finally, you know, recording this episode of the 777 show. Um, there's been like, you know, a little bit of drama here and there along the way, but it's just, it's mostly had to do with like me and me dealing with my anxiety, my depression, um, and just my outlook on the world and why like, you know, there are things about the spirituality community and what I now call the spirituality industry that, you know, I decided that like, maybe I'm not really fit for with the XXX Tentacion, um, death, Erica Badu, one of the things that like really triggered me was like when Erica Badu had, you know, said rest in peace. There are a lot of people, a lot of young women that were saying like, fuck you, Erica, like a week before they were calling her a goddess. They were calling her, oh, that's mother, that's queen, da, 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 da. But then as soon as she wrote that, like, you know, rest in peace to this guy, in spite of what are the thing, what the things that he, what, what things he had done, um, she received all these death threats and all these hatred, all this hatred. And that made me realize that, like, you know, maybe this being known thing really isn't for me. Maybe, like, being, me being known on such a, like, you know, all these 13,000 people knowing about who I am, maybe that isn't a good thing because of over the fact that they could just, like, switch up on you so quickly. And, you know, I still love Erica Badu. Something like that wouldn't make me not love Erica Badu. Um, she's an influence on a lot of people, especially a lot of their transition into spirituality, African spirituality. Um, and I just felt that, that was unfortunate. And that really affected me in a very major way. And it made me resent a lot of people in the spiritual spirituality community. And there are also things that like, you know, I noticed about other spiritual people that are like, you know, well known in the community. And, you know, some people think I'm talking about them and I'm not. But if they want to think I am, that's fine. Like, I'm at the point where I don't care because, you know, the Internet, like it'll it gives people a lot of bravado and a lot of show. But really, it's a lot of insecure people just looking for, like, you know, affection, adoration and attention. And I'm coming to realize that now. Um, but what I will say is like people in the spirituality industry, like I just started to notice that like, you know, it began to, it, 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 it started to become like, you know, this machine that I felt like I was becoming a part of where I'm here. I am selling tarot cards. I'm selling all these products and it's not to knock anyone that does that. It just, it made me feel like once you get to a certain point of like being known in that in that realm in the spirituality kind of like genre or whatever you really want to call it like it seems like it starts to get like to a cut cookie cutter um like there's like this mold that you have to fit into where you have to start selling products you have to start like you know coming out with this coming out with an album coming out with you know doing all these other like things that don't really identify with like the 
occult or spirituality, you know, MO. I felt like, you know, how would me, you know, coming out with a fucking CD or a video game honor my my great grandmother who practiced this stuff? How would that be honoring her? How would that be, you know, resonating with my spirits that I work with? And I'm now realizing that maybe because I wasn't calling on my spirit so much and I was relying so much on the Internet to give me this validation. That's why I was so depressed. Isn't that something? Isn't that something that like, you know, we depend on the Internet and social media, Instagram, especially that visual, that visual, visual part of valid, like, you know, the Internet where we post pictures and post videos and, you know, we wait for the likes, wait for the reception of it, how people are going to receive it. And that's what gives us our validation instead of like, that makes us feel like, you know, spirit accepts us in a certain way, like in a weird way, like that, you know, if we put out something successful or post something successful, then that's like, you know, spirit giving us the okay. And like, I started to realize that after Junior died in over in the Bronx the other week, um, the 15 year old boy who who got stabbed by all those guys, like, you know, when people were laying his candles down, um, the candles kept like, you know, falling over. And you could sense his spirit his spirit were the things that were like pushing the candles over that would keep toppling the candles over. And I could totally, I could totally identify with, you know, if I were a spirit, if I had passed away, especially in that way, I could definitely identify with doing that same thing, being that same way, not being really ready to cross over because you felt like your life was so unfulfilled. Like you had, there are things you hadn't really accomplished yet. And, you know, because, because of social media, and especially with the spirituality community, it seems like there's, you know, this competition to like, you know, become this brand, become this like, you know, this, this entity, this, um, this corporation. And it really, you know, it really starts to take the soul out of things and, and, and made me forget my reason why. My reason why, why I got into this, my reason why I started all of this, my reason why, like, you know, I, I take so much joy out of people. And I'm so, so grateful for the people that, you know have inboxed me on Instagram and said, like, you know, if it wasn't for your Psalm 72 or your Psalm 88 or your this or your that or your podcast, like, you know, those things really helped me. I'm so appreciative to appreciative to all of you who have sent me messages over the past, like, two, three weeks where I haven't been recording. And I thank you all from the bottom of my heart for helping me remember, like, what it is that got me into this, what it is that kept me going. I thank you all so much. And I'm, you know, I'm so grateful to all of you who have sent me those messages without like, you know, me, like, you know, I, it's not so much that I was asking for you guys to do that. Like, I'm sure you guys could tell that I just like, you know, had a lack of interest and because of where my headspace was that I wasn't that, you know, that on it as much as I should have been. And again, I thank you all. Um, today, what got me to really get up this get up on here and record was um I saw something about Tina Turner's oldest son um committing suicide. 
and that's you know another sign of mental health and depression and dealing with that especially in the black community because people say now that like you know they're all about mental health and they're all about like you know ending mental health stigma but it's more so like I feel like, you know, we're just like cracking the surface on that. People say that, but they don't really mean it. People don't understand, like, you know, things take time as far as working your way through, especially with me, working your way through depression, working your way through anxiety. I mean, yeah, like if you take medication, that's fine. But sometimes medication isn't always the answer, Um, especially a lot of people in the spirituality don't always feel that way spirituality community didn't always feel that way and with him passing it's helping me realize i need to depend less on the 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 permission of other people in the spirituality especially like big name people depend less on the permission of them and really check on my friends in real life first like i have a friend named steven he's going through some hard times really hard times um and God forbid anything happened to him. Um, my grandmother, like she's suffering from dementia. And I have all these things happening within my physical realm that I'm allowing things on the internet realm to affect it. I'm allowing like, you know, paranoia of like, maybe someone is like putting some shit on me. Maybe someone is just hexing me or something like that. But then I realized, oh, okay, it might be the transits with all the retrogrades and, you know, um, you know, I'm a Scorpio, so Mars is ruled by, you know, I mean, Scorpio is ruled by Mars, and that's retrograding. And then Chiron is in Aries. Um, Jupiter is in Scorpio, but that's retrograding. Saturn is in Capricorn, that's retrograding. Um, everything in my life is going well. Um, as far as, like, finances, as far as where I'm living, like, you know, all that shit is dependable. I have food to eat. I'm blessed. Um, my mother's healthy. My father's healthy. I was able to see my father the other week. Everything's good. Um, but as far as anything else, it just felt like the one thing that used to make me so happy has made me like miserable and bitter. And I was reading tarot cards for people, reading tarot cards for especially a lot of women who like are very codependent on abusive relationships. And I'm realizing that, you know, Abusive relationships or um, toxic relationships are very easy, especially when you've been in so many or you've been in one so long, because those are easy to under those are easier to deal with because you know what to expect. You know that like you know there's negativity coming, there's drama coming, and working towards a relationship that's positive and that's you know um, that's functioning that takes work, a lot more work than people are really willing to put in and. That also took a toll on me. That also made me resent posting about tarot readings, doing tarot readings. Um, Just, you know, it made me just, you know, like take a second look on what the fuck I was doing. Like, I just couldn't understand, like, everything that I used to, like, love about this, helping people, healing people, like, you know, helping people find the answer all became something I loathe and hate it. And last night, I just like, you know, I went back to an album that I hadn't heard in years. And it came out when I was like, you know, 
like a teenager, like in my early teens, like a preteen, it was um, Lauryn Hill Unplugged, MTV Unplugged. And I realized, like, just listening to her, how she was like, you know, she became like this folk hip hop singer, you know, just her and her guitar. And she was just rapping on her guitar and just flowing, just like, just giving it to us. And the thing she was saying just really resonated with me now, like, because, you know, as we all know, you know, she's still eating off the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. And 20 years later, after that album comes out, like, she's still touring on it. And it's easy to understand how she went from that to just performing with the guitar. Being where I'm at now, I mean, yeah, I don't have a website. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing magazine interviews like some of the other witches are. I'm not doing, you know, all these other things. But I can understand, like, how, like, the machine or, like, you know, just the big, like, the spirituality industry can just, like, turn you out and turn you off of a lot of things and just make you learn to resent a whole lot of things and make you learn to, like, um, like, uh, just, like, dislike spirituality. And I can understand her feelings towards the music business at that point, how it got her to that point and how she became militant. And she talks about the Amado Diallo um, trial. And for those of you that don't remember, Amado Diallo was um, this African immigrant who the police had stuck like a plunger up his butt at the time or something like that. And there was um, like this big outcry in New York. And there was like this big, like just this heat in the city at the time. And everyone was just willing to take to the streets because they were tired of police brutality. And remind you, mind you, those that was back in like 2001, 2002. And everyone, you know, had this sympathy for New York cops. And, you know, she had this, she was, you know, just ahead of her time. She just had this, like, this, 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 um, this, um, activist, this, 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 this pro-black, like, you know, this, this activism to her, her new sound. And it was less about her and the glamour and the glitz and needed to be made up. And have like the bracelets, the earrings, the the hair done, you know, and more about like, you know, just even if my voice is hoarse, I'm going to give you all this message. And that's how I am. That's how that's why I'm here today. I mean, shit, like my AC is loud on this. The sound probably sucks. I still haven't gotten the right remote um, uh, microphones for this podcast. It probably still sounds like shit, but I just I got to get it done. Because it's taxing, it's weighing on me that I have to get this message out and I have to get my message out. Um, whether, you know, it sounds prettier, pretty or whatever. Like, I just, you know, fantasy is what they want, but reality is what they need, Lauren says on um, that Unplugged album. And, you know, what I really got from it at the end of the night was just like, you know, Fuck all, like, the lights, the equipment, the 40 people on staff. Like she says, like, fuck all these extra things that I feel that I need, that I think that I need, because at the end of the day, those are just things that I really want. I don't need, like, you know, a fancy website where I'm selling T-shirts, because, you know, I was just te- just texting my brother about this, like, because he was like, oh, so you, do you still want to do the T-shirts idea and shit like that? And I'm like, no, I don't need those things right now. Like, I need to just, I really just need to work on my message, work on, like, you know, what the fuck it is my, my point is in doing all this. 
And that's what this is about at the end of the day. Why I'm a spiritual person. Why I, you know, I work with spirit. Why, why, you know, I depend on spirit. Like, there's, there's a lot of things, especially in this community, that, like, you know, people will stab you in the back for. And people will, like, you know, go behind your back. And you can't really worry about that. You can only be yourself. You're only living this life for you. You're only going through this life with you. You're going through it alone. Just, you know, you can't focus on those things. Social media will get you so wrapped up in the sauce and in the matrix. And it's so necessary to take breaks from that. And that's what I needed to do. That's what I needed to do was just take a break from it and stop, like, you know, following people. Stop watching people's stories. Paying attention to what the other spiritual people were doing and just focus on what the fuck I needed to do at the time. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm trying to figure it out. And like I said, I'm appreciative appreciative of all of of you that are listening right now. All of you that have stayed with me. Um, Because I know at times, like, when I say, when I talk about something, like, you know, I'm very enthusiastic about it. And then I do it and then I leave it alone. Um, A lot of people say that's like my son and my Saturn in the 12th house. Like, that's because of that, you know, that part of my chart. Um, which is debatable, um, but I mean, because like, you know, just depression is such a bitch and anxiety is such a a bitch. Like it just, things just got, just, you know, just are very, very difficult to understand. And I just couldn't understand why there's just so much of a, a roadblock on me getting this done. Um, so I feel like I'm comfortable with that concluding this, like, this week's episode as far as, like, you know, what I've been going through, how I've been trying to go through things. Um, What do we have coming up? We have the eclipses this month in July. And big changes always tend to happen with eclipses. Um, If you remember on Valentine's Day, the Parkland shooting down in Florida, that happened on the eclipse. I believe that was a solar eclipse that day. And we have yet to see um since it will be in i believe it will be a leo new moon solar eclipse so big things definitely very much like a royal regal loud um also be conjunct the north node i believe so it'll just be loud and very uncomfortable for people and it will it will definitely affect a lot of people in a very big way, especially fixed signs, Scorpio, Taurus, Aquarius, and of course Leo. And I believe in the earlier degrees of each sign, or maybe in the later degrees, of, which is like 23 degrees to 29 degrees, or beginning of each sign, which is like zero degrees, between like nine degrees, something like that. I don't have my notes in front of me, but, you know, this podcast has never been that organized. Um... But yeah, so look forward to that. Then the Mercury retrograde, which will also be in Leo through most of the summer. Mercury will be in Leo through most of the summer. So that's like, you know, definitely something to look forward to. So everybody will kind of be on their own pedestal about why they need to be heard, why they need to be listened to, um, why their voice is more important than the others. So, like you know, that's definitely going to take some patience um, this summer. And, you know, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, that's probably one of the reasons why it's called cruel summer or dog days of summer. Things tend to go slower because most of the planets are typically retrograde during uh, the summertime. So, um, 
Yeah, that's an interesting coincidence that I'm, or an interesting theory that I'm working on, um, trying to prove. Um, but yeah, so um, next week's episode, we'll see what happens. And I'm glad I finally got today's episode kind of out of the jar. Let's see what the cards have to say before I go about this week's energy. Alright, so the three cards that I pulled are Two of Swords, Judgment, and then Four of Swords, Reverse. What I'm getting from that is that there are some things that we are in denial about. Um, some things that are kind of like, you know, that we aren't really sure of, that we need to really like face and figure out and stop like, you know, lying to ourselves about. Judgment card tells us that there's big transitions, end of a new cycle, beginning of a new cycle, and kind of like um, an uncomfortable new cycle beginning. And but it's also necessary and a lot of things, you know, will all things go, um, which I can actually definitely understand um, as far as within my personal life. You know, there's a lot of um, transitions, a lot of changes that I'm making with people that, are, you know, I'm associating myself with in the community and in my personal life. Um, so I could definitely identify with that. And then Four of Swords is pretty much telling us that Four of Swords Reverse, excuse me. It's pretty much telling us that the longer that we put off solitude, the worse things will be and how necessary solitude is for us. How necessary getting the necessary rest for ourselves, taking care of ourselves, how much of that how much how much that's important to, for us right now. Um and how much we need to take care of ourselves. And the more we put it off, the more we put off taking care of ourselves, the worse it'll be. So it's like stop being in denial about the new changes and the new endings that need to take place in order for the new beginnings to take place and just focus on your rest, focus on bettering yourself, focus on trying to get there and trying to figure it out and trying to take care of these situations and, and helping yourself, helping yourself be better. Because the more you put it off, the more you worry about the external, the harder it will be in the long term. And I definitely understand that. I definitely resonate with that. And I just, once again, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sticking with me. Please stay tuned for the next um, next week's episode. God bless you. Um, let the spirits be with you. Let the universe be working in all of your favor. And I love you. Thank you so much. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app free for iOS and Android.